Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sergeant says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon and restaurant. So good.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Four to six weekdays, we bring you home. So glad to have you with us today. Of course, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor's our home base, but we're on every other major podcasting platform. Uh, so, again, check it out. All you do is, is uh, search for Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. And, uh, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettiglia joined me today uh, with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV every Thursday at 1 p.m. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Tonight, 6 o'clock, WLAE-TV is our first rebroadcast. 10 p.m. on the Deuce tonight. Uh, that's uh, WLA-TV2. Then Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And uh, I'll have that posted shortly on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and, of course, the Instagram uh, pages Inside New Orleans uh, show. Uh, and, of course, you can check out all those uh, uh, social media platforms at your leisure. Today on the program, Jordy Collada from the Jordy Collada Show out of Baton Rouge will join us on the program. That'll happen at 4.35 this afternoon. We'll finish up with Will Guillory of The Athletic. He'll join us at 5.35 talking Pelicans. Looking forward to having Will on the show as well. And, of course, a lot going on right now, especially in college baseball. Of course, we already know that LSU's out of the SEC tournament, uh, four to one losers to the University of Georgia, uh, and now they await the uh, fate of the uh, committee We'll find out Monday if they uh, if they did enough to be able to make a regional. Again, a lot of whispers out there, and it's not really whispers anymore. It's it's it really at this point, so many people are talking about it. Uh, you know, it's it's a situation where it looks like Paul Maneri is going to retire at the end of the season, whenever that is going to be. Whether that be after a regional, whether that be after a, an opportunity to go to Omaha, whatever it is, looks like he's going to retire uh, at the at the end of this uh, at the end of the season. Again, that is. Uh, at this point, rumor, but there, there are so many people talking about it around the LSU community. Uh, I would be surprised if it also doesn't happen. We'll ask Jordy Collada about that a little bit after 435. Tulane is in the winner's bracket after beating Houston last night 4-1. to one. They take on uh, uh, South Florida this afternoon. Uh, so, again, Tulane trying to rebound from getting uh, just destroyed by Cincinnati uh, in, 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 their, uh, in their last uh, series. Uh, UNO last night uh, lost to McNeese 12 to nothing. <laughs> And, of course, McNeese had the best pitcher in the Southland Conference going last night. Uh, they got run-ruled 12 nothing. Uh, they have to come out the loser's bracket. They won in a run-rule game this afternoon uh, preceding this program, 14-1 to against Northwestern uh, in seven. So, again, they'll play at noon tomorrow. If they win, it looks like maybe 7 o'clock. Uh, SLU is in the winner's bracket after beating uh, Northwestern last night, 2-1. to Northwestern is eliminated. Uh, they play McNeese tonight at 7 p.m., of course, they are the host school uh, for the Southland uh, Conference Tournament. Louisiana Tech, 7-6 winners in 12 over uh, University of Texas San Antonio last night. They are now in the winner's bracket and the driver's seat of the Conference USA Tournament. Uh, again, if you look at uh, some of the projected regional sites, Louisiana Tech and Ruston is one of those. So we'll see how that kind of plays out as well. Eric Gilbert looks like he may be coming back to LSU. It's a conversation we'll have with uh, Jordy Collada coming up uh, a little bit after 435. Uh, but all indications are that he's trying to get, uh, and this is according to Shea Dixon, uh, he's trying to get uh, his situation in terms of his um, academic uh, academics out the way. Uh, of course, you know, he left the uh, program uh, before the end of the semester uh, last year, uh, before the end of the season, uh, choosing to opt out. 
Again, many reasons why were given. Body hurt. Of course, ultimately, it was a situation where he was homesick. Uh, he almost enrolled at the University of Florida, but never did. Uh, and, of course, it, there's been a kind of back and forth now between LSU and, and the Eric Gilbert camp now for a while. Uh, remember, you can uh, transfer within the conference so far without any type of penalty in terms of uh, sitting out. We know that so far. T.J. Finley has, has moved on to Auburn, uh, the former LSU quarterback. There is a meeting on June the 3rd with the FCC uh, in which, again, they're going to take this up. All indications are from all the correspondents I spoke to this week and those that I've spoken to off the air, they will follow suit and follow what the NCAA is going to do. And from now on, uh, there will be no penalty for you to be able to, to uh, transfer in, within your conference or without your conference or outside your conference as well. So, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out. So a lot going on there. And, of course, uh, uh, we'll talk a lot of Pelicans with uh, Will Guillory. Uh, and that's going to happen at a little bit after 4 thir- at 535. Look, they're in the draft lottery now. What's it going to take to be able to get this team over the top? And that's going to be one of the keys that I'll be asking about. He's already breaking down possible um, uh, draftees between 8 and 10 on the athletic right now, players that can come in and give uh, the, the Pelicans some instant impact. Uh, I'm leaning more toward veteran players uh, that want to come here, want to play with, uh, with, with Zion, and, and want to be part of, again, this, uh, this building blocks of, uh, of, of talent that are putting together here in New Orleans. Uh, that hopefully will be a sustainable winning uh, program going forward. And it's got to start, as I've been saying all along, uh, with this upcoming season. You cannot have another season where you're out of the playoffs with Zion Williamson. Mistakes were made in terms of bringing in uh, the veterans, Eric Bledsoe, uh, to some degree, Stephen Adams. Of course, J.J. Redick, uh, again, didn't want to play here after Van Gundy was hired. And, and all that dragged this team down. Uh, if, they, if they would have the veterans playing at a high level, they would be in the playoffs right now. But they didn't, and they're not. So now, again, you have to reset if you're, if you're uh, David Griffin. We'll see how that kind of plays out. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Old New Orleans Cookery uh, in, in the 200 block of Bourbon Street, 205 Bourbon to be exact, Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All will be open during the Memorial Day holiday. So anybody, again, looking for a bite to eat during Memorial Day holiday, they all will be open for you. And uh, don't forget, uh, all are open late, all are open seven days a week, all are serving lunch and dinner, Oceana serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And speaking of Oceana, our, uh, our, uh, uh, this half hour is brought to you by Oceana. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Home in New Orleans, best breakfast. It starts at 8 a.m. in the morning, goes all the way to 1 p.m. There's an overlap between lunch and, and breakfast. So look, folks, you can come in. Half your party can have lunch. The other half can have breakfast. The beautiful thing about Oceana. Something for everybody on the menu. Uh, if you love Cajun Creole dishes, they uh, got fantastic Cajun Creole dishes for lunch and dinner. Uh, they'll char grill oysters for you, oysters on the half shell. They'll char grill those oysters right in front of you. Uh, you can go get a seat right at the oyster bar and check that out. Of course, fantastic cocktails. You can dine in their authentic French Quarter Courtyard, which is beautiful during the day but spectacular at night. And then they have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Uh, if you're looking to have a, a, a party, Oceana's the place. But, again, family-friendly, incredible dining experience. Uh, you can order online for delivery or check out the menu at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Walgreens. This is our shot at getting back together. 
The COVID-19 vaccines are ready, and so is Walgreens. Schedule yours today at walgreens.com slash our shot. No cost to you with most insurance or government assistance. Vaccines subject to availability. State, age, and health-related restrictions may apply. Look out for an accident on the right shoulder on 10 westbound at Loyola. And be mindful of delays on 10 westbound from Causeway to Williams. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past the 310 to Williams. Look out for delays on 10, also delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. Also be mindful of delays on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. And if you're traveling along the Westbeck Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to before the Claiborne Earhart exit. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle hi folks trust is what burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about take it from me eric asher if your ac ever fails you can trust burkhart to be there quick get you back up and running if you need a new ac trust burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price do the job right as my good friend john burkhart always says trust is the foundation of our business just ask our customers for air conditioning this season trust burkhart visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- 373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Generator Sales and Service, they got you covered. They'll have me covered soon. Wish they had me covered today. Walked in, uh, got, got finished the TV show, pull up in the driveway, 307, getting ready to jump in for this program, and pop. What's that? Is that a gunshot? No, it's not a gunshot. It's a transformer blowing in the middle of my neighborhood with the sun out and no inclement weather at all. That's what we're dealing with here in South Louisiana when it comes to the power company. You just can't rely on them anymore. You need to rely on a generator. I'm in line 
And if you'd like to get in line as well, you'd like to get a generator, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. They'll do a single-day install for you. You can finance that over time. You don't have to pay all up front for the generator. And, of course, uh, when, you need, uh, when you need help, they're there for you 24-7, 365, with a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generators. And, of course, a new install quality check after one month. If you use that generator over 100 hours, uh, then you have to have it serviced by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. Hey, don't go this uh, hurricane season without a generator in your home or your business. And, of course, now, in these days, every day you need a generator to back up the energy company. Uh, make sure you get yours from Burkhardt. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. So really good news on Wednesday. And, uh, of course, that... Uh, actually, it was uh, actually on, on uh, Tuesday uh, that the governor lifted the remaining COVID-19 restrictions on Louisiana businesses and gatherings. Uh, Masks will still be required uh, for public transit, health care facilities, and prisons. Uh, but those are the only restrictions that are really still in place when you talk about statewide. So we were waiting and, waiting and anticipating what was going to happen in Orleans Parish. So, again, it's been March of last year, but finally, Mayor Kentrell has lifted almost all the COVID-19 restrictions uh, in Orleans Parish. As of 6 a.m. on Friday, and, and can I get a drum roll? The unprecedented 1 p.m. last call is over. I mean, it's amazing. In a city that never sleeps, in a city that's a 24-hour city, in a city that, again, has prided itself on never closing a door. Look, there are some bars in this city and, and in the surrounding parishes. They don't, they don't close. Okay, they, they had to find the keys to lock the door. It's like TikTok Cafe, Mike Delhousie. He's got, he doesn't close his place. He closes his place a couple times a year to, to help out his employees. He's got to find the keys to be able to lock the door. Some places, again, especially in the quarter, they never close. The doors never shut. Uh, but, again, we've had this 1, 1 a.m. Uh, last call. That is gone now. Uh, restaurants and bars can now go back to full capacity without social distancing. So, again, that helps them in terms of tables, especially uh, in a city with so many small restaurants and bars, neighborhood bars, small restaurants. And when you start doing the social distancing in terms of, again, six feet between tables, it was hard for them to make any money. This gives them an opportunity now to open up. Second lines, parades are now going to be allowed with permits. Uh, but unlike the rest of the state, you know, being a little bit different, uh, larger indoor and outdoor gatherings are, are, again, allowed with some restrictions based on vaccinations of the patrons that are going to be going and, and getting involved in those, uh, in those larger indoor and outdoor gatherings. Look, it's been a long time coming. It really has. The rest of the state has been totally reopened for weeks, uh, but it's been the story of the pandemic when you talk about uh, the mayor following her own set of guidelines on, on the reopening of the city, especially when they talk about the hospitality industry. Uh, despite consistently showing the lowest infection rate in the state. And that's what's really kind of blown my mind through all this, okay? Uh, I mean, consistently, the lowest infection rate in all the state in Orleans Parish, but yet the most stringent uh, rules and requirements when it came to COVID-19. So that seems to be behind us now, as, as Memorial Day signals, the, again, the beginning of summer. Which I'm going to tell you right now, we all know is the toughest time in, in, New Orleans, uh, in the New Orleans calendar when it comes to the hospitality industry. So I'm hoping, and again, I'm praying for those that are in the hospitality industry, that own businesses that, that again, support the hospitality industry, that this is going to be a different situation this summer. Look, people have been locked down for a year. New Orleans has really become a destination, is a destination no matter, again, um, you know, wh where you live. But it's always been a, a tough destination in the summer because we're hot. We're humid. There's always a possibility of a tropical event. You know, again, our weather really kind of holds us back in the summertime. But here's hoping that, again, the hospitality industry uh, workforce, is gonna, workforce is going to come back, which is going to be key here. And, and so that way we can at least prepare 
for what is going to be the busiest fall season that we've ever seen, maybe in the history of the city. And, and I don't think that's hyperbole. When you talk about all the major festivals now that are normally in the spring that are moving into the fall, you talk about fall football, which is already huge, uh, hopefully 100, 100% attendance, uh, and then the ramp-up of, of meetings and conventions. We've already got some small meetings and conventions that are coming to town right now, but not to the degree that we've seen in the past. That Memorial Convention Center has got to get cranked up again. And look, normally in the summertime, we just don't see it. But maybe this is a different summer for us. Maybe, again, because people have been locked down so long, there's a possibility that we will see more and more people uh, going out, vacationing during the summer, and, and choosing New Orleans as well, especially if it's a, someone in, in the southeastern part of the United States uh, and, and, you know, they can make a day trip by car, etc. Now, let me say this. Some will give the mayor a tremendous amount of credit for the low infection rate in New Orleans. Look, I, I certainly concur there. But she did it at the expense of the economy and especially, again, locally owned and operated businesses who may never come back. That's the problem. There are businesses now in this city that if, if she would have just followed the guidelines of the state, they would still be operating. But, again, some of these will never come back because of her stringent COVID-19 restrictions. It never really matched the, the, the crisis that the city faced. And, look, I, I don't want to downplay anyone dying from COVID-19. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. I don't want to downplay anyone that, again, was in a hospital uh, for weeks and months. I have friends that, that again, were in hospital for weeks with COVID-19. Uh, and, look, I'm not downplaying that at all. But I'm just saying what was forecast to happen in the city of New Orleans, in the state of Louisiana, in the parish of Orleans, did not come to fruition. It never got as bad as the experts said it was going to get. Okay, we never used the, uh, the, the hospital triage uh, that was set up at the, uh, at the convention center. That was wasted money. That never, that never was utilized. Uh, and when you look at the ICU beds and you look at the, again, hospital beds, it's not like anybody was turned away. Uh, I'm not saying that those in the medical profession were not busy because they were, they were continuously busy with, with COVID-19. Come on. Uh, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is when you're looking at this from a holistic standpoint, it was not uh, what was forecast to be. Uh, and, and, of course, that's the reason why we shut the economy down. Uh, the people, again, the, the, the people who were in, in, in government, who made the decisions on, on the federal, the state, and the local level, uh, were, were, were taking a, maybe their, their uh, information from those that were involved in the medical community. And I've said it before, they, they, you know, they, they went over the top because of their fear of what may happen. But it never got as bad as it was. But more importantly, when you start talking about, again, never matching the, the, the crisis that the, the city faced, her refusal to closely follow the state guidelines put all these parishes at a disadvantage in the most desperate of times. That's the issue. In the most desperate of times, when, when again, two or three customers mean so much to you, but they're not coming into Orleans Parish because of, again, uh, the, the issue with more stringent COVID-19 restrictions. Now, some, despite federal and local funding, are never going to come back. Some of these businesses are gone for good, and that's a shame because some of those businesses are historic businesses that have been in families for decades and decades and generations. So now, as we have turned the page, at least, at least somewhat, on the COVID-19 restrictions, now we wait to see her decision on Mardi Gras because they just had a meeting yesterday with all the Mardi Gras captains, with the Mardi Gras task force, trying to figure out how we're going to put on Mardi Gras in 2022. Uh, hopefully, again, she's going to come to the table and she's going to listen to those with the years of experience and compromise. Hopefully, she won't be like she was during the COVID-19, where, where, again, she decides it's her way is the right way and the consequences be damned. Uh, we shall see. Stay tuned, New Orleans, on that. 
We've turned the page on COVID, at least as far as the restrictions go. Let's hope we can get Mardi Gras right in this upcoming Mardi Gras season. We'll find out about that very, very soon. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring on Jordy Collado of, um, of the Jordy Collado Show. I want to remind everybody about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, if you're getting ready to get on the road, maybe going out for Memorial Day, and you want to make sure your vehicle's in tip-top shape, bring it over to Southern Tire. Let them give you a diagnostic uh, test on the, on the vehicle, check out your tires, give you the one-saw, you know, just to get you back on the road so, you're, so again, you're safe. And, and, and you're, you know, whether you're going to Florida, wherever you're going, just, again, making sure everything is right with that vehicle. And if you need tires, they got the best deals on tires, bar none. Uh, a selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. If you need a new set of wheels, they got you covered there as well. Large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. And, of course, the diagnostic equipment is the same exact diagnostic equipment that they have in the dealerships. ASC certified technicians, just like the dealerships, truly a company you can trust with your vehicle. Whether it's a fleet account or your personal vehicle, it's Southern Tire. Don't forget also, if your rims are damaged, don't toss those rims uh, in, in, into the garbage for, for them to end up in a landfill. Bring them over to Southern Tire. They'll repair those rims for you make them good as new. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You can give them a call at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you can save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Summer, it's almost here, but Memorial Day savings are already at the Home Depot. In-store, online, store-wide. Like five bags of garden-fresh mulch for just 10 bucks. Save on everything from flower beds to a fresh coat of paint. From power tools to ceiling fans. Ready, set, summer. Memorial Day savings, here now, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limit 75 bags per customer. Color selection varies by store. While supplies last, continental U.S. only. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. This half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving dinner and lunch seven days a week. Uh, you can walk in, and first of all, if you love people watching, they got these beautiful large picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street that, again, are spectacular for people watching on Bourbon Street. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms. You can dine in or have your next event. Private restroom is also, again, if you happen to rent those, uh, those balconies for an event. Also, an authentic French Quarter courtyard that is absolutely beautiful for dining or to have a few cocktails. Speaking of cocktails, you can have an extraordinary cocktail uh, while enjoying, again, the authentic Creole cuisine, Cajun Creole cuisine. Uh, in, in their beautiful dining rooms. Also, you can order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. Check out the entire menu, whether it's friends, family, whether, again, you're uh, out for date night uh, or you're just looking for to bring someone for a business meeting. Uh, think about Old New Orleans Cookery because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and, of course, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, um, Let's talk some LSU. Uh, let's go ahead up to Baton Rouge. Uh, he does it each and every morning for you on the Jordy Collada Show. Uh, and uh, now well, joining us now, none other than the host of the program, Jordy Collada. Jordy, how are you? Eric, good afternoon, man. Good to be back. Good to have you back, Jordy. Before we get started, tell the folks about your fantastic program, how they could catch up with it. Yep, we're on uh, digital platforms, YouTube, Facebook, JordyColladaShow.com, and uh, we're on 7 to 9 a.m. We're in there uh, talking to guests, and we're interactive, and we're all over social media, and you can hit us up there at Colada Show. Beautiful. Jordy, um, let's, uh, let's first of all t- start talking a little football first, and we'll get to get into some LSU baseball. Uh, Shea Dixon is reporting that Eric Gilbert may be very, very close to coming back to LSU. I spoke a little bit about it with the audience, but why don't you go and elaborate on everything you know about the possibility of the tight end uh, re-enrolling in school and becoming a Tiger once again? Well, it looks like it's trending in that direction. It looks like things are, are heading into uh, a, a positive direction for LSU and Gilbert to, to, to reunite and, and get back into to really doing things, not only on the football field, Eric, but this is something that 
you got to really pay attention to to the off the field stuff. And I think that's why LSU is in a really good position is because they have a uh, a really good understanding. They've got the relationships. They've got the personnel put in place to really help uh, Gilbert get uh, both, you know, mentally right, academically restored, and then, you know, back on the football field. I think this is a win-win for everybody if it works out. It seems like it's working out here in the early signs of getting Gilbert back to Baton Rouge on campus. But if this were to, 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 to play out, you know, over the next couple of seasons, this would really be a positive thing for, for, for everybody. Gilbert can get back and, and really attack and tackle some, some of the mental health things that he's been battling and some of the things off the field that really, you know, we and the fan base have no idea uh, of the, the, the weight and the scope and, and some of the things that he's been dealing with from a mental standpoint. You know, that, that's been left out of a lot of the story, but LSU's been doing a lot of hard work of, uh, of helping him out and, and, and repairing that. And, you know, if, if they can get uh, their, 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 their grip on that and, you know, Gilbert can get back into school, which all signs are pointing towards that he's set to be enrolled and take summer classes. They only need six hours this summer to be restored and back on track. So it's not like it's, a, it's an overhauling workload. Uh, th- then you can possibly talk about the, 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 the possibility of getting him back on the football field. And, you know, that would be a big advantage for LSU. So, you know, th- th- there's a lot of moving parts, it seems like, on, on this, this situation. Uh, there's a lot of uh, back and forth and mm-hmm. a lot of guessing, uh, but it seems like that, you know, on both sides, there's been a lot of communication uh, and there's still a little bit of work to be done, but it looks like it's trending in the direction where Gilbert and LSU will be reunited. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because most people, myself included, did not know or had no idea that there were mental health issues that were involved here for the young man. Uh, we thought it was maybe homesick. Uh, maybe, again, he wasn't getting along with, with, uh, with uh, you know, the, the staff uh, or possibly, again, just wasn't into the academic side. Uh, you know, everything that we had heard was he was trying to get his academics in order. But, again, you've opened up a little bit of light here, and I hope that fans will give him a little bit of a leeway now, again, based on, on your, your comments this afternoon. Well, and look, man, I, I'm not making any excuses for anyone, but there, there's a lot more to this story than, you know, even the people like, like me who cover the program to – you know, the, 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 the base of the, the fans, um, you know, really not having a, 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 an idea of what was going on behind the scenes. And I think we have to be open-minded to that. We have to understand that. And, you know, in the same sense, look, Eric, when, when Eric Gilbert was being recruited out of Marietta, Georgia, as the number one prospect in the, in the country, he was watching LSU play in a full-capacity Tiger Stadium, which he took a recruiting visit to the night that LSU beat Florida with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Thaddeus Moss, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jefferson, you know, Terrace Marshall and the crew, to, to getting to Baton Rouge and playing for Scott Linehan and playing in an empty Tiger Stadium and not really seeing the, 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 the promises or, or what, what he expected to play out in recruiting. And I'm not, again, I'm not making any excuse for Gilbert and I'm not saying that, that there wasn't other people in that recruiting class that had to deal with some of the similar issues. I'm just saying that there were some things off the field that we didn't have any idea that Gilbert was going through, that LSU has done a phenomenal, really, you know, getting back out in front of and showing that they're paying attention to so that, you know, Gilbert has a place where he can, he can take care of this stuff. 
And if he can get right mentally and he can get restored academically, well, then he's going to be a – the football part's going to be easy. You know, I mean, if he can get on the football field with a clear conscience and a clear head and, and, and all, so, I mean, he's a first-round pick. So, you know, there, there, there's a lot of advantages for everybody built in here to this situation of, you know, people just uh, taking care of their business. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show is our guest. Jordy, uh, let's talk a little about uh, uh, T.J. Finley. He, uh, he transfers to Auburn. First of all, what do you think the situation is going to be for him like in, in Auburn? I mean, Knicks is a returning starter. Um, do you think that was the best selection for him for his skill set? Well, I know that Auburn made a big impact on T.J. during the recruiting process just over a couple of years ago. But it was a different regime, right? That was Gus Malzahn. That, that was the... Uh, the, the former head coach and his staff, and you know, same could be said for Bo Nix. There was a lot of uh, th- th- there was a lot of build up for Bo Nix and his recruitment of being a former quarterback son and Patrick Nix, who played there in the in the late '90s, and and he was running that style of offense that Gus Malzahn was running at Auburn. You know, from the time he was a, a seventh grader, he ran that all the way up uh, from seventh to twelfth grade. Then he got to Auburn and has been running it for the past couple of seasons, but. You know, with, with Brian Harson going in there and changing some of the direction of what's going on in Auburn, um, it sounds like Finley was told that he'll have an open competition and that he'll have a chance to start. Um, and, and, and when you look at that job, it makes some sense. When you, you see Bo Nix, there's been times where he's looked the part as a starter, but then there's been times where you wonder what he could be looking at um, and, and, and where he might fit in. In, in a new direction of, of offense here. You know, it'll be Chad Morris over there calling plays, who's, you know, been and had a lot of success at Clemson and as a head coach at SMU. He, he kind of flamed out at, at, at Arkansas. But, you know, now to get an opportunity here is, um, is, is will, will be interesting to see how he, how he handles it with, 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 new, uh, with, with new competition. How about at LSU now? Again, with with again, you're looking uh, at, at the quarterback situation at LSU. Uh, if the, whoever the odd man out is, uh, whether that be Brennan or Johnson, uh, do you expect those guys to stay and, and continue to compete? It, you know, it's interesting. I think it's a, it's a it's a fragile situation. I, I believe that Max Johnson is the best quarterback with LSU's team. I, I think that he gives LSU the best chance to win. When you just talk about putting pressure on a defensive staff and a defensive unit. I think Johnson does that more than anybody else in the roster. But what would that mean if they named Johnson the starter early on in camp? I think that Brennan would probably look elsewhere just because of how long he's been on campus, how many you know times that he's gone through a, a training camp and a, a competition and, and just not being able to, bit, you know, to win out. And you know, th- th- there's a lot of demand for quarterbacks out there. I'm not certain that Max Johnson would leave if Brennan was named the starter. I don't know if that goes in to the strategy of, of how they'll handle the quarterback position just because, you know, you you, you got to make sure that you're, you're stable at that position if you really want to be a championship contending program. So um, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out. Like I said, I think Johnson is, is QB1 for LSU. I just think that he is – is the best of the skill set. He gives LSU the most options. He gives Jake Pete and DJ Mangus and Kevin Falk more options at the quarterback spot than anybody else in the competition. I think Brennan is 
phenomenal from throwing the ball and has a professional arm and there's not many throws in college or NFL that he can't make. But when you talk about being able to be a, be a, be a threat with your, your, your feet and be able to pick up, uh, you know, broken down plays, I just think that Johnson does that a little bit better than Brennan and, you know, he can make the throws as well. Switching to baseball, uh, the, the Tigers are, are, are out of the SEC tournament, lose a 4-1 to to, um, uh, to Georgia. Uh, what is the possibility of this team making a regional in your mind? I think very high. I, I really do. I, I think we can, we can look back just a couple of years ago at Florida, who was in a very similar situation in which they won only 13 conference games like LSU did this season. They had a top power schedule, a, a top strength of schedule where, you know, Florida had the, the top overall strength of schedule where LSU has the third ranked strength of schedule after this season. They were both bounced in the first round of the SEC baseball tournament. And they're both name recognition. You know, they're both name recognized programs. See? I mean, they're going to pull tickets to the to, to the turnstile, and they're going to pull eyeballs to the television. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a television show, and they got to sell in, they, they they've got to sell advertisement, and they've got to create ratings. And LSU baseball being on the fence makes a lot more sense for them to be in the field rather than sitting and watching from home. Now. Will, I, will they be at Louisiana Tech? I, I don't know. They may be up at Pittsburgh. I mean, they could be, they could be anywhere. Um, but I do believe they get in. I, I think with the, the, the conference as a whole, when you look at the SEC and the competition within the Southeastern Conference, um, like I said, LSU being a, a, a name-recognized program, uh, they're within the top 25 of the RPI, which I think you know, in itself is enough to do that. Uh, to, to, to put them into the field. Uh, I just think that it would, it would, it would be yeah, – I would be shocked. And, and, and I know that it's, it's not a guarantee, but I, I would absolutely uh, be, be shocked if, if they were left out just because of, of who they are and where they're coming from. Jordy Colada, the Jordy Colada Show is with us. Jordy, let's, let's talk a little bit about pulmonary. Uh, the, the rumor mill has been churning now for a few weeks uh, that he's got some health issues, back, neck issues, uh, and that uh, uh, he is going to retire at the end of this season. Uh, you're pretty close to what's going on there. Is that what you're hearing, uh, or is there a possibility he will be allowed to return for another season? There's a lot of smoke around it, E. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people locally talking about that. There's a, there's a great feeling that that, that that is is going to play out. That you know that these are the last and final days of of Paul Maneri's LSU head baseball coach. And you know, I mean, from a personal standpoint, I, it feels like it's time. It really does. I mean, just a couple of years ago, he he, he lost his father, and I, I really believe that you know that has affected him uh, greatly. Obviously, um, but but just within being around the game. I mean, it was a very much a, a common denominator that father, son, mentor, and, and coach would share. I mean, conversations in the dugout, conversations at practice, uh, texts before games, uh, conversations post game. I mean, all that stuff over the years and uh, all those memories. Uh, he's just been different since then, and understandably so. And and, and like I've said uh, a couple of times, I think Roy Williams handled this situation. Uh, as bad as bad as good as you can, you know. I mean, Williams, a, a a decorated national champion, head coach at a a very prestigious program, 
after an exceptional career, you know, 48 hours after North Carolina is bounced out of the NCAA tournament in the first round for the first time since he's been coaching there, he looks dead, you know, eyeballs into the, the, the cameras and says, guys, I'm just not the guy for the job anymore. It's just, it's too fast. Uh, Okay, did we did we lose Jordy? Okay, let, let's take a quick break here then. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Jordy Kalati is our guest. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. It's the crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under 7 minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Covington, Louisiana, with the tunnel tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in Meat or along the North Shore at Clearwater Pools. Check them out at hpcookers.com or hpcookers on Facebook. Tell them Scott Ennis sent you in. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. 
No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Summer, it's almost here. But Memorial Day savings are already at the Home Depot. In-store, online, store-wide. Like five bags of garden-fresh mulch for just 10 bucks. Save on everything from flower beds to a fresh coat of paint. From power tools to ceiling fans. Ready, set, summer. Memorial Day Savings, here now, only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limit 75 bags per customer. Color selection varies by store. Wasp supplies last, continental U.S. only. This half hour brought to you by New Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Open late, ready for you right now. All part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show with us. Jordy, you were talking about um, Paul Maneri, and uh, uh, you had compared it to what was going on with Roy Williams before we lost you. Yeah, sorry about that, E. Um, yeah, I just thought that Roy Williams really handled that the, the right way. I mean, I just think, you know, there's not really a right or a wrong way to handle it, but I mean, you know, as far as giving a blueprint to some of the, the older coaches that are well accomplished, that deserve the respect on the way out, but just really can't keep up with the pace of today's changing game, whether that be the, the one-year transfer portal or the way that you have to recruit these days or, you know, the way that things are trending in college football with the playoffs and whatever it may be. I mean, just the the, the, the new age of, of, of college sports or sports in general and you know, I think that Paul Maneri looks a lot like that that Roy Williams description, and I, I just thought that he you know he handled that very elegantly. And if you know that that's how Maneri you know saw it playing out, I, I don't know how you could fault him on that. Before we let you go, I got to ask you about what's going on with the basketball program. Uh, it looks as though Will Wade is rebounding very very well with a lot of recruits. We talked about it last time you were on. Update us if you would. Well, look, here. here's the storyline to watch out for. Darius Days could return. And I talked to a, a very good, close source to the program today, and, you know, they, 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 they like the, the percentages are about 50-50. There's been some good conversations, and, you know, those, those, those percentages were about 20-80 uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, and, and, you know, the possibility of putting his veteran experience and leadership uh, around a, a very gifted group of newcomers where, you know, that same source told me that they hit on all of their transfers. Adam Miller is a player. Pinson is, a, is, much, is, is a very hard worker. Uh, Tari Eason is, is going to be a guy that, that is going to bang and clean up on the glass and do a lot of the dirty work for him. Um, if Days can join that group, you know, the same group that, that – that, added Efton Reed since the last time you and I talked. Um, I, e, I, I think you're looking at a top 10 team in the country yeah. going into the season. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I, I think that they've upgraded at some positions in which you've lost, you know, all SEC caliber players. I think Adam Miller at, at a small forward or, you know, a, a shooting guard is, is, is comparable to, to what you lose in Cam. Now, he doesn't have that volume ability of scoring, but – I mean, he's as gifted as an offensive player as as you'll find in the portal. But he's a 
he's a two-way guy. I mean, he can play it on both ends. So, you know, I just think that the, the excitement level for LSU basketball, especially for, you know, people like you and me who love the sport, mm-hmm. you know, yes. love to watch it locally. I mean, it's uh, it, it, LSU is going to create a lot of buzz going into the season. Yeah, I totally agree. Jordy, tell us about your show, how folks can uh, follow you on social media, how they can catch you, how they can check out the podcast. Uh, throw it all out there for us. Yeah, I appreciate that, Eddie. We are on, uh, we're, we're all over social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the handle is at Colada Show. And then, you know, we're on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, we had a great discussion with Skip Bertman yesterday that's up, about 15 minutes with Skip. We're on just, some, you know, some, some memories and some of the teams that, that, that stand out to him and some of the players that stand out to him and kind of the evolution of the game. I asked him if he thought he walked away too early. Uh, in which he, he he applied a great answer to it. So, uh, you know, we have that type, that, that type of content that you can find over on our YouTube station. So uh, we appreciate a follow on that, that YouTube station. Uh, you can get notified for content when it goes up live, and uh, it's interactive, and we really have a fun time between 7 and 9 a.m. Uh, on the Jordy Collada Show. Well, you do a fantastic job. Love having you on this program. Look forward to talking to you soon. Have a happy uh, Memorial Day weekend, my friend. Same to you, E. Thanks for having me back. You got it. That's Jordy Collada. Uh, again, the Jordy Collada Show. Uh, check that out. Always doing a fantastic job with his program. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC goes out, even on the, over the Memorial Day weekend, they got you covered. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Uh, again, nothing worse than when the power goes out, you're sitting in a hot house with 90-degree heat. I'm doing it right now. So, again, if you're, if you're uh, ultimately, again, that AC goes out, make sure uh, that um, uh, you call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. And the best thing is, look, they're only coming there to do the work that's necessary. Not coming to gouge you, not coming to sell you anything. I uh, just want to make sure that, again, you're up and running and, and, and your house is cool once again. And whether it's your home or your business, you want to make sure, again, the family and, and of course, your customers are taken care of uh, in a cool spot, especially during the summers in New Orleans. Uh, need help? It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. This uh, program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, also Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All will be open through the uh, Memorial Day holiday. So, if, again, if you're going to be out and about, whether you're going to be in Metairie or in the French Quarter, you can go out and enjoy a great meal, great cocktail at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, and, of course, this half hour has been brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, and it's right in the 205, 205 Bourbon Street, 200 block of Bourbon Street, right next to Galatoire's, two Bourbon Street balconies. Also, don't forget, a courtyard for you to dine in. Fantastic picture windows overlook Bourbon Street to dine and maybe have a few cocktails overlooking, the, again, the reverie on Bourbon Street, the madness of Bourbon Street. And then, and then, of course, just a fantastic menu for you as well to boot. So, again, looking for a great place to grab a bite to eat on Bourbon Street? Think Old New Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street. I want to give you a programming note. Tomorrow we will be out. We'll be taking the day off. Uh, and then on Monday, the entire uh, station will be taken off on Memorial Day. So we're going to return on, on Tuesday with a live show. Uh, tomorrow we'll have a best of as well as on, on, on Monday. Also, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettillier joined me on the show. Uh, really, really good conversation with Mike today. Uh, you can catch that tonight at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Uh, as our first rebroadcast. Of course, don't forget, always, uh, you can check us out at ericasher.com, Pelican Sports Television, the WLAE-TV YouTube page, 
and on all our social media platforms. Uh, that's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. All right, coming up next in the second hour, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL cap. We'll talk about what's going on with, with uh, DA uh, Jason Williams, and uh, we'll also be joined by Will Guillory of The Athletic talking some Pelicans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Already cost us half our shoes. The long and way we ain't. We ain't gonna lose no more without a fight. Better know that right. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. Take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and, of course, ericasher.com. Our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, our uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and our Instagram page, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Mike Detilia would join me on the show. Uh, we went live at, on uh, WLE at thir- uh, today at uh, 1 p.m. We went also streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. But 6 p.m. on LAE tonight, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports TV. 10 o'clock, WLAE TV. Saturday on the Deuce. And then Friday, um, sorry, Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m. on um, Pelican Sports Television. I want to thank Jordy Collada for joining us in the first hour. Will Guillory will talk Pelicans with us at the bottom of this hour. Uh, the NFLPA has uh, set the uh, salary cap for the NFL right now, the ceiling now. This is the ceiling at $208.2 million uh, for 2022. Now, per multiple sources, uh, uh, Graziano had it. Um, I mean, a bunch of the NFL Network guys had this yesterday. So, again, uh, the NFL and the NFLPA came up with this $208.2 million uh, uh, cap ceiling for 2022. Now, there's a real good possibility uh, because of revenue that we may see this rise even more, okay, which is great, okay? It's a 14% increase over, again, the cap of $182.5 million last year. Uh, of course, we know that that COVID cap was supposed to be about 100, uh, uh, pre-COVID cap was supposed to be $198.2 million, uh, but that was reduced to $182 million. Of course, the Saints really lost. Uh, they got, had to gut a lot of their roster because of that. Uh, and it had been growing at about a, a rate of about $10 million per year. Uh, so we'll see, again, how that kind of plays out. Uh, some think this could go as high as $218 million before it's all said and done, uh, which could be really great for the Saints. Uh, because, again, right now uh, they have obligations on, on, on guys under contract of, of about $208 million. Now, the Saints are 349000 under the cap, but uh, according to uh, uh, Catherine Terrell, the athletic, they're going to get about a thousand, about, no, about a million seventy-five thousand uh, back for, uh, for Drew Brees' contract after, they again, they put him on the reserve retired list after June 1st. Uh, and so they'll get some of that money back as well. Um, now, when you start looking at this going forward, here's the tough part. Uh, a lot of their core players have expiring contracts, and I'll get into that in a moment. Loomis knows what he's working with here, so it's going to be interesting to see again about how aggressive he's going to be. Uh, and again, in extending deals now as we get to, again, post-June 1st. And then how aggressive Peyton and company is going to be post-June 1st in terms of signing free agents, uh, that are left, uh, again, at positions of, of, of desperate need, cornerback, uh, also probably linebacker, depending on what they like and they see in, in, in Pete Werner. Uh, and then, of course, the trade market as well. 
because it is slim pickings right now when you talk about the cornerback market uh, within free agency. Uh, so, I mean, next year's cap really kind of hinges on the success of the current quarterbacks as well. Because, uh, again, right now, both quarterbacks, both Hill and, and Jameis Winston, are on one-year deals. So you know you're going to be paying one of those guys big-time quarterback money. Or, again, if not one of those guys, then somebody coming in big-time quarterback money. Uh, you're not going to get away without having to pay quarterbacks. Of course, we know Ryan Ramchek's contract is up. Also, Teron Armstead's contract is up. I'm not sure how many people re- realize that. Uh, also, Marshawn Lattimore is an unrestricted free agent as well. Mar- Mar- Marcus Williams, Marcus Davenport. Uh, also, uh, again, we had mentioned Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Patrick Robinson is, un- is unrestricted. P.J. Williams is unrestricted. Traquan Smith, unrestricted. You- are you getting to my drift here? How many players, again, that are core players unrestricted next year? Uh, Ty Montgomery, unrestricted. Dwayne Washington, backup uh, running back, but a guy on special teams. Plays really well, unrestricted. Noah Spence, unrestricted. They just signed Alex Armar. He's unrestricted. Deontay Harris is a restricted free agent, as is Carl Granderson, Shai Tuttle, and-, and Garrett Griffin. So, uh, uh, you go in, you go you go down the line on this, and you say to yourself, "Wow!" You look at this at this team right now, and they, they got some work to do in terms of the cap. In, in, again, signing guys to new deals this year, extending them, but really the guys that they have to worry about are Lattimore, Ramshack, and Williams with those big cap numbers that they have. Extending them, make it cap friendly for this year and next year, and then take the hits in later, later years. Hopefully, that's going to happen uh, with, with the Saints. All right, also want to remind everybody about what's going on in the college baseball. It's that time of year. We know that LSU's out of the SEC tournament. They've lost 4-1 to one to Georgia uh, uh, the other night. Uh, so, again, they're awaiting a possible bid. We heard Jordy Collada in the first hour says he thinks they're getting a bid. He thinks they are going to be a team that's worthy of a bid. Tulane is in the winner's bracket of, of the American Athletic Conference after, after beating Houston 4-1. to one. They're taking on South Florida this afternoon. UNO started off with a loss. They got run-ruled by uh, McNeese 12 to nothing uh, in, in the loser's bracket. But then today they run-ruled uh, Northwestern 14-1 to one in seven innings. Now, again, they got to come out the loser's bracket. They'll play two tomorrow. Uh, both games will be broadcast right here on 106.1 FM uh, starting at noon. Also, uh, SLU uh, is in the winner's bracket. They beat Northwestern last night 2-1. to one. Uh, Now, that's, uh, they'll play at 7 p.m. tonight against McNeese. And Louisiana Tech is in the winner's bracket in the Conference USA tournament uh, after beating uh, uh, University of Texas San Antonio in 12 innings last night 7-6. to six. Let's head to the phone lines. Jack is in River Ridge. Jack, how you doing? Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? All right. Look, I had a Saints question, but I want to ask you, did you happen to see the uh, Carson Wentz uh, little press conference he had? I, I did not. What happened? Okay. Well, he didn't say a whole lot other than they were asking him about his future and what he expects. And he hit him with uh, – it seems like he's been watching the old Godfather movies because he, <laughs> he said, this is, this is the position I've chosen. You know, I, I thought I thought I was watching uh, Michael Corleone in, in uh, yes. Iron Rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but anyway, um, look, um, about the Saints. Look, everybody's always trying to win, but do you think this is more of an evaluation yet than it's been in the past, so that they know how to move on in the future? You know, if Jameis doesn't turn out to be uh, the quarterback they hope he is, they're going to have to go in a different direction. I, I, I mean. I don't see how they could be as confident as they've been in the past. 
Look, I'm with you. It is an eva- it's an evaluation year every year, and everybody's trying to win every year. But in this case, again, you are trying to figure out if one of those two quarterbacks is a quarterback that you can rely on for the next five years. There's no doubt about that. You're hoping, again, that you have the quarterback of the future that, that is in the present right now in, in, in your locker room. But also, again, there are some other positions in which, again, you've given a lot of money to a lot of veterans, and those guys are getting older. You have to make decisions on that. Toronto Olmstead has been often injured. Even though he's a younger player, he's been often injured. Uh, and getting big money will be unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, you look at Cam Jordan, again, who a lot of people felt he had a down year last year year never missed a game he's a guy that again is an iron man but again getting older making a lot of money a lot of these guys big big cap numbers so you'll have to kind of be able to weigh out and see what you're what's going on again with the veterans and then you're hoping that again some of these rookies some of these younger players are going to start to emerge and take over a more prominent role i mean look when you look at last year's draft uh, you know, Zach Bond not playing again after, again, the knee at the linebacker position. You know, that's a head-scratcher there. So you got to hope that, again, a lot of these guys that got drafted last year or the previous year that maybe to had roles on the special teams, that they're ready to move into a more prominent role, whether it be on offense and defense as well. So to your, to your point, yes, I agree. I mean, I think they could, they could be a possible, you know, contender if, if a whole bunch of things go right. They need, they need Davenport to wake up. They need they need Jameis to, to to be as good as they hope he is, you know. I, I just think the receivers yeah. have to pan out. I mean, it's unknown there. Uh, um, Kamara has to stay healthy. I mean, there's a lot of things that that are going into this season. But I mean, I don't think that Peyton went and goes into the season thinking, man, we're not going to be a playoff contender, or we're not going to be a team that's going to be uh, vying for the division. And I think they still got a core of a very very good team. But, again, they knew the bubble was going to burst eventually. The first part of that bubble bursting was Breeze retiring and, and of course, the, the, the money that's due him uh, against the cap. And then we'll see, again, how this plays out with some of their, high, again, high-value stars and what, what they're going to do in terms of, of renegotiating their deals or extending their deals. Well, Eric, thanks for taking my call. Have a good evening, Eric. Always appreciate it, Jack. Thanks so much for the phone call. Today's uh, program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of what is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Incredible cocktails. The mixologists at the, at the, um, at the Oceana family of restaurants are fantastic. I'm telling you, fant- each and every bar that's in those restaurants are fantastic with, again, the great mixologists and the creative drinks that they come up with. Uh, you can come out and experience roof- uh, the Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. There has never been a rooftop bar on Bourbon Street in the history of the street. You can check that out over at Mambo's. Of course, also, you can dine in their authentic French Quarter Courtyard. they got a Bourbon Street balcony for you. Each and every floor has their own private bar, as, as well as, again, access either to a balcony or, again, to a rooftop bar. Uh, get out there and enjoy a, a great night with friends, family, romantic getaway, uh, and a fantastic meal for lunch and dinner seven days a week. If you'd like to order online, you go to mambonola.com. Uh, and, of course, right next door, as soon as you finish your meal, why don't you head over to the, to the hideout bar? Uh, they got some great food, also drinks, live music, and authentic French Quarter court, uh, courtyard setting. Absolutely out of sight. Make it a night at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime 
at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Good news. Everyone 12 and older is now eligible for a COVID vaccine. So if you're 12 and up, visit vaccines.gov to find vaccines near you. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. It's the new crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Coming to Louisiana with the tunnel tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in A-Meat or Galvez Hardware in Prairieville. HP Cookers on Facebook or HPCookers.com. Tell them Scott Innes sent you in. Inside New Orleans, hallelujah, the power back on in Metairie, Louisiana. Yeah, I'm in line for one of those uh, Generac generators for my friends over at Burkhardt. Can't get here soon enough. Oh, man. <laughs> Middle of the day. I mean, literally, 3.07, a, a transformer blows, and energy's working like two blocks away, doing looks like some preventive maintenance. And, uh, well, it took almost two hours to get the uh, power back up, but it's back up and running. 
and uh, we avert a possible catastrophe. So we're good. We got some power going. Um, this hour brought to you by our friends over at Mambo's, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, I want to shift gears for a moment. We'll be joined by Will Guillory of The Athletic. He's going to join us at the, um, at the bottom of this hour, and uh, we'll talk to him a lot about what's going on with the Pels uh, going forward. But I uh, wanted to um, talk a little bit about what's going on in the city and specifically what's happening with uh, District Attorney Jason Williams. Um, been a lot of controversy over the last um, couple weeks uh, with the district attorney uh, from pretty much saying that uh, he is not going to prosecute anyone in the city that's involved in drugs. And it's not just uh, marijuana. It's also a situation with, uh, you know, cocaine and meth. Uh, then again, there was the split jury situation where he moved forward on uh, on granting um, on saying he was not going to uh, re-prosecute some of those individuals. Of course, some are being re-prosecuted. And then, of course, what happened with over the last couple days, which is, again, the DA saying uh, that he is now going to prosecute juveniles uh, for, uh, in, 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 uh, in, a, in adult court uh, for heinous crimes. Um, and a lot of people are upset because during his campaign, one of his campaign platforms was that he was not going to prosecute, prosecute juveniles in adult court. So when I look at this, I just say to myself, you know, he said what he had to say to get, get elected. And now he's facing the realities of the office. And now he's going to prosecute juveniles again for this carjacking and murder of a New Orleans East woman and her dog. This is another heinous carjacking situation with two juveniles that went out of control and ultimately killing the woman and her dog. Now, He's also promising the public that, that he's going to hold parents accountable for their actions, okay? And when I say their actions, I mean the actions of not uh, parenting their children. So if their children are, are, are involved in criminal activity, especially violent criminal activity, he says he's going to go out and, and, and again, hold the, par- the, the parents accountable. He also said he's going to hold adults accountable that are using juveniles to commit crimes, uh, so, again, an adult that, that basically has got a little gang going or whatever, and he's got the juveniles out there doing the, the dirty work because he knows that the, the worst that's going to happen is he's going to get caught in the, caught in the juvenile system. Uh, those individuals, he says he's going to find those. He's going to hold them accountable. Uh, so, also, again, holding those juveniles accountable for the, for the crimes that they commit. Now, to me, I'm in favor of the new initiatives. I, again, I wasn't in favor of other things that he was talking about before. About again, not not holding, uh, you know, moving, the, not allowing juveniles to be uh, to, to be uh, judged in in, in a, an adult court. Uh, when you look at the criminals right now, and we've talked about it a lot on this program, they're emboldened in New Orleans, especially in Orleans Parish. They fear no consequences for their actions, especially juvenile criminals. The chief said it last week. I mean, after again, kind of, kind of glancing around it and never really saying it in an interview last week, and we talked about it, he finally came clean and admitted that juveniles uh, do not feel that there's any accountability, that if they get into the juvenile system, it's a slap on the wrist, and they'll be out shortly. So they know the juvenile system, uh, criminal justice system is broken. 
And especially, again, well, you know, again, we could talk about, again, the adult courts and the adult criminal justice system. Yes, yeah, been broken a long time. But no one has done what's necessary to be able to fix the juvenile criminal justice system in Orleans Parish. And that's why we are where we are. So now we got a new elected uh, uh, district attorney that's doing a complete about-face on his political rhetoric just to get elected. Are you surprised? I'm not. There are too many politicians out there that, again, will say whatever, it need, whatever they need to say to get elected and then go back on their word. Now, in this case, I happen to agree with him, but that doesn't change what, again, those individuals that voted for him, that felt, again, that they were identified with his platform, and, and now, again, he's coming back and saying, you know what, I'm doing about-face, uh, you know, uh, that, that's not going to work. Now, he can make all the excuses he wants about this particular case, that particular case. The, the issue is juvenile crime in the city, along with adult crime, but especially juveniles that are, that are completely out of control and, and have become so brazen and so emboldened that, again, that, that they're willing to be able to go out and, and graduate from pulling on car doors to carjacking to, to again, a, a purse snatching to, again, a shooting. Uh, you know, uh, just too many of our, of our juveniles are involved in, in criminal activity in, in this city. Now, the thing that I, I ask is, how can you trust him going through to, to follow through on his new crime-fighting plan? Or is this political rhetoric? Or is he just, has he come to the realization now that he's sitting in the office, realizing, wait a minute, I cannot allow these juveniles to be in a situation where they can kill someone, carjack someone, and there's, they're going to go into the juvenile system, and they may serve a term of three, four years, and then be out. Obviously, again, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. The funny thing is, he tortured former District Attorney Leon Canizero from his bully puppet on the council for doing the same exact thing he's proposing to do now. So it's amazing how it is when the shoe's on the other foot. He has a six-year term. And we're going to see again if this defense attorney is masquerading as a chief prosecutor in New Orleans or if he's a DA for all the people. And my biggest problem has been Again, is he a district attorney for the, for the, the victims in this town? Because it hasn't seemed like it in his first few months in, in, in office. seems like, again, everything is about, again, the, the rights of the criminal and not the rights of the victim and the victim's families. And, in, and again, that's one thing that as a district attorney, yes, you've got to be well-rounded. You've got you to enforce the laws uh, that, uh, that, are, that are put forth. But at the end of the day, you also got to be sympathetic in some form or fashion to the victims and the victim's families. Yes, we want to give everyone a, a fair trial. There's no doubt about it. They wanted, the criminal justice system should be fair for all. But at the end of the day, you've got to make sure that, that the, those that have been the victim of these crimes, especially these heinous crimes, also, again, have the opportunity to get their day in court to see justice for, again, their loved ones. And that's where the shortcoming was with this district attorney who was a, for, a former defense attorney. No, he talked a good game during, during the... Uh, during the election to get elected. But now, again, he, has to, he realizes that, you know what, uh, I've got to set a precedent here. And I've got to make sure that, again, the people of this community know that I'm going to be fighting back uh, against those that, that are committing these heinous crimes. He said in his press conference, again, he doesn't care. He didn't get elected to be liked. Well, the only way you get reelected is to be liked. I mean, that's, just, that's the way it is. Money and also, again, popularity gets you reelected. But, again, the DA's job is a thankless job. It's one of the most powerful positions in all the state. We know that. But, again, you have to do the job for, for again, for all the people, but especially for the people, again, have been victimized by violent crime in our community. 
That's why it made no sense to, for, again, for him to make that part of his platform on saying that he's not going to try juveniles in adult court when we know a lot of the juveniles that are, crea- that, that are creating the havoc in our town right now need to be tried in adult court. So hopefully this about face is going to be something that is going to continue, and he will, you will continue to see, again, the good work that the former district attorney did here in New Orleans and ultimately realize that you can say a lot of things on the campaign trail, but when the rubber hits the road, when you have the, uh, when you have the, the job, you got to do the job for all the people, but you also got to, again, can't turn your back on victims and victims' families. I applaud Jason Williams for the about face. Now let's get the work done. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Will Guillory of The Athletic. We'll talk some Pelicans with him. I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, in the market for a new air conditioner heating system. Think Burkhart. Uh, First of all, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the market. With 15 trucks in the field and a 30-minute courtesy call, if you ever need service, they're there quickly for you. And, of course, they'll come in. Use state-of-the-art equipment to measure your home so that you've got the right uh, load on your system so that you're cooling every single room in your home, heating every single room in your home. And, of course, today's systems are energy efficient, so you're going to save money ultimately every single month uh, with your power bill. Uh, tired of overpaying for, for electricity? Need a new system? Maybe, again, your system's old and it's not keeping up with the home? Man, call my friends at Burkhart. Let them come out and do a consultation with you, and you'll find out everything I've known for the last 30 years about Burkhart Air Conditioning 80. Truly a company you can trust. Nate certified technicians, and, of course, 15 trucks in the field, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Jason Socia here from the Harbor Bar and Grill, 3024 17th Street, Metairie, home of the world's greatest 12-ounce burger. I, along with the rest of the Associate family and Harbor staff, are asking you to come out and celebrate Avery's Harbor Fest, benefiting St. Michael's Special School on June 19th from 11 to 10 p.m., with 100% of the proceeds going to St. Michael's Special School. There will be a live and silent auction, a 50-50 raffle, a hamburger eating contest, live music, and delicious food. Come on out and help us make this the best year ever. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. <laughs> I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you can save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Summer, it's almost here. But Memorial Day savings are already at the Home Depot. In-store, online, store-wide. Like five bags of garden-fresh mulch for just 10 bucks. Save on everything from flower beds to a fresh coat of paint. From power tools to ceiling fans. Ready, set, summer. Memorial Day Savings, here now, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Limit 75 bags per customer. Color selection varies by store. While supplies last, continental U.S. only. Back to Inside New Orleans. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. It's a place where you get a great meal. Uh, also, again, fantastic memorabilia uh, from one end of the restaurant to the other. If you're a memorabilia buff, you're going to go absolutely nuts. It's like walking into a sports museum. 30-plus TV screens, you'll never miss a play. And I'm telling you, folks, when I say never miss a play, there's even TVs in the bathroom. That's right. You go to the bathroom, you don't have to worry about, again, everybody cheering outside when, when a play happens because you got it right in front of you. Also, i got a fantastic menu for you. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Amazing cocktails, incredible beer selection. You know, again, some people say, man, it's a sports bar. No, no, it's a great restaurant that, again, that caters to the sports fan as well. Uh, it's unique. It's, again, the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, they're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, again, you, uh, they deliver uh, at a small area w- within Metairie, but also they have some fantastic delivery partners as well. You can uh, order online for delivery or check out the menu. Uh, at bobbybears.com. Uh, and, of course, uh, don't forget, also open throughout the Memorial Day holiday for you late. Uh, again, Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All right. Um, let's uh, head to the guest line. Let's talk a little Pelicans as we get ready to wrap up today's program here on this Thursday before Memorial Day. Uh, Will Guillory, uh, New Orleans' own Will Guillory of The Athletic, joins us on the program. Will, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How about you? Doing fantastic, Will. Thanks so much for your time today. Certainly appreciate it. And, man, not the season that we had hoped for when you and I started talking uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, Pelicans end up 31-41. and 41. They're out on the outside looking in of the, uh, of, of the playoffs, even the play-in tournament. 
Uh, and then now we're starting to hear all kind of whispers and all kind of things that were going on with, with, within the organization, uh, between the team and the coaching staff. Uh, all this stuff starting to be leaked. And, look, it's hard for you guys because normally you'd be at the, the facility every day. You'd have a chance to be able to talk to these guys one-on-one. Because of COVID, again, you've been, you know, nobody's had a chance to really be there. So it's hard to be able to decipher that one way or the other. So then you've got to rely on your sources, right? So, again, I'm, I'm throwing this to you. Uh, all this scuttlebutt we're hearing right now about um, Zion's not happy with Stan Van Gundy. Uh, Brandon Ingram's not happy with Stan Van Gundy. Some of the uh, the veterans aren't happy with Stan Van Gundy. Uh, real or, or, again, maybe just a little bit of sour grapes and, you know, so maybe just stuff that's out there that, that uh, folks are throwing out there because they got a Twitter feed? I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think, you know, there's been whispers all year about, you know, Stan Van Gundy bringing in this different style and guys is having trouble dealing with it, you know, how different it was from Alvin Gentry and how tough it was, you know, going through it during this COVID season where you got all of these games and really no practice time and, you know, very limited opportunities to, to kind of solve the problems this team dealt with all, all season. But I think part of it is just, you know, this is the stuff you hear when you're playing on a losing team. You know, when, a, when you come in, just like you said, with expectations that they were going to be right there in the playoffs, that these young stars – we're going to make a big leap, and we saw a little bit of that with B.I. and Zion, but the wins didn't come, and when they don't, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of finger pointing behind the scenes. Uh, there's going to be some upset people, and I think uh, for me, I, I would just like to see what this thing looks like going into the next year once they get a full training camp, because I, I mean, I don't really see any way they end up firing Stan Van Gundy after one season or you know, getting rid of David Griffin or anything like that or you know, I, I just think they need some time to really put all of the pieces together with this team. I don't really think they were, they felt comfortable with anything they were doing for any really long stretch last season. And I think they just need some time to figure things out. But there's no doubt. I, I think there are some issues behind the scenes that they've got to resolve. And I think a big part of it is just Stan Van Gundy figuring out how to mesh his personality with his young stars. And I think that was something that was a question when he was hired. And I think that's something that's still, you know, not quite resolved just yet. Well, I mean, they haven't seen anything yet, right, Will? I mean, we know the history of Stan Van Gundy. We know the reputation of Van Gundy. He didn't get a full training camp. He didn't have a chance to be able to practice these guys like you'd normally do during an NBA season. I mean, they got little bits and pieces of Stan Van Gundy. They didn't get the full-blown full blown SVG this year. Yeah, no doubt. And I think it was difficult for him as well to deal with the circumstances. I think he's a guy that comes from that, you know, that Miami mold where you, you go through practice, you make guys work hard. You figure out all the issues in the gym. It's not so much, you know, watching film or talking about it. He loves to resolve things in that practice gym, and he just didn't have time to do that with this squad this year. I think, you know, I don't think you could put all of that on him because I've said multiple times this year, hey, you know, Tim, Tom Thibodeau, we see the success he's having in New York. They had to deal with the same circumstances. He's a first-year coach. They figured it out. I think we've seen other coaches uh, do the same. I think – you know, Stan Van Gundy should take some blame for the way this thing didn't work out. But I think ultimately he's going to have a better opportunity to put his imprint on this group. Like you said, when they can go through those practices, when they have a full training camp. And ultimately, I think that's going to be the real test to how they respond then. But I think it's tough, man, when you when you judge a coach year one uh, under these type of circumstances. Yes. I, I think, you know, he was behind the bullet from day one. I agree. Well, there's no way – Look, it would be foolish to be able to get rid of Stan Van Gundy with, again, a 
not a full NBA season behind him, without having the, the, the luxury of, again, being able to practice a full training camp. He was brought in as a teacher. And it's hard to teach when you can't have the one-on-one that normally you would get or even, again, the practice time you would get. So that's unfair. Uh, so, again, I would hope that they would at least give him another season, you know, no matter what would happen. But, again, we know – look, I've said it since the, this is the day one. This is a guy that is a bridge coach, in my opinion. There's an expiration date on Stan Van Gundy just, again, because of his personality and the way that, again, what has happened to him in the past in terms of coaching. But that doesn't mean that, again, during his time here, he is not going to be a great influence on these young players. And, again, more than anything else, teach them the fundamentals of defense, which they are very, very much lacking. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that's why he was brought here, to, to put that emphasis on the defensive end. And we heard Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson talk about how much they cared about that in, you know, all year. And obviously they, they weren't great <laughs> at all on the defensive end. They, they've got their issues. They still got to figure out. Uh, but I think it's become a, a topic of discussion and a priority in the building much more than it was, you know, uh, under Alvin Gentry. And I think that's what David Griffin wanted to do bringing in this new staff is make that an identity of this team. Now they got to bring in some players to help them along. Uh, I think they got to kind of uh, Alvin Gentry team with a, the uh, Stan Van Gundy coaching staff. And I think that's where you saw kind of the, the, the issues they had this year. Uh, but I think uh, just like you said, I, I think, man, it's tough to, to really judge him after one season. I don't think it'll make a whole lot of sense financially to get rid of him after one season or just to pay him to go away. And then you got to pay another coach to come in. I don't think that's something that Gail Benson would be a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately something else we I think we underestimate is you look at New York, like the team I brought up with Tom Thibodeau and yes. Atlanta, two teams that didn't go to the, the bubble last year. And because of that, they got an opportunity to kind of have that little mini training camp. You know, I think it was right around, you know, a couple months before the season started, you know, just the opportunity to get in the gym, figure things out. I, I think you, you talk to people behind the scenes. I think that was something really big for that New York squad to, to learn Tom Thibodeau and for him to learn his team. And obviously the Pels didn't have that opportunity. Stan Van Gundy wasn't in the same room with his entire team for the first time until the first day of training camp. And, you know, basically two weeks later they had a game. Uh, yep. So I think it's difficult uh, under those circumstances. But I think, again, Stan Van Gundy has to do a better job of just figuring out his team and learning what works best with them. I think so many times we talk about with coaches where they're so worried about doing things their way, they lose sight of what works best for the, for their team. And I think that's what the good coaches do. They figure out how to make things work with the guys on their team. And I think that's something he has to do a little bit of a better job next year. What about David Griffin? Look, again, uh, he moved off of Drew Holiday. Again, tried to put him in a winning situation. That looks like it's come to fruition. Unfortunately, when you look at the situation right now, Eric Bledsoe hasn't been the guy they thought he was going to be coming here. Steven Adams may not be the fit they thought he was going to be. We know J.J. Redick wasn't happy from the time Van Gundy was hired. Uh, and those were, again, three of the culture-driving veterans that, that, um, that Griff was preaching about uh, when, when, when he took the job, when he brought these guys in. Uh, how does he reset now? Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge year for David Griffin, to be honest with you. I think, you know, his first two seasons, obviously the biggest moves he made were the trade for Anthony Davis and the trade uh, of Drew Holiday. And I think, you know, those kind of dominated the last two off seasons when they were two situations where, you know, the cards kind of got dictated to him and he had to figure out the right move, right? Especially with Anthony Davis. He was basically told, hey, you got to trade the best player in franchise history and you got one team to trade him to. So figure it out. And Drew Holiday, it was basically, hey, this guy's ready to leave and he wants to go to a winning team. So kind of, you know, put him in a situation where everybody's happy. Uh, but now this offseason, I think there's a lot of pressure on him 
to put a team around Zion Williamson that can really make a push for the playoffs. So I think, you know, you already saw, especially in that last press conference with Zion, you could tell that his frustration is starting to reach a boiling point. And I think you hear it behind the scenes, you know, about people talking about, man, he, he just wants to be in a winning situation. And he feels like there's a lot of talent with this group and they just haven't been able to figure it out for whatever reason. And again, I say this so often, this New Orleans team is in a different situation from everybody else in the NBA because of their history, losing guys like Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, Baron Davis. We go down a lot. Drew Holiday. We've seen these guys leave the building because they felt like they couldn't win here. And obviously it's still early in that process with Zion Williamson, but that has to be in the back of David Griffin's mind constantly is that he has to put a team in place to keep Zion happy because we know by the time we get to year five, year six with Zion, the pressure is going to be through the roof for this team to not only win, but put him in a situation where he can feel like he can win a title here in New Orleans. And I think they're a long way from that. And so David Griffin's got to make some moves within these next two couple seasons to put this team in a position to make a serious jump. Because if not, uh, we're going to continue to hear that conversation about, look what happened the way AD left. Look what happened with Drew yep. left. And I think that's just something you're going to have to deal with, you know, if you're running this franchise. Will, uh, in your recent article in, in The Athletic, you take a look at the draft. Uh, without giving away too much, maybe some, some, uh, give us a little bit of a thumbnail on, on your article uh, and some guys that may be a fit for this team going forward. Yeah, I think the fortunate thing for the Pels, obviously they had a little bad luck. They lost the three-way uh, coin flip. You know, so now they're, they're probably going to pick right around number 10 in, in this year's draft. Uh, but I think the good thing is that, man, I think this is a really deep draft. And I think they're going to have some good players in that 10 to 15 range. And I think looking over some of the guys doing the research, I was like, man, I really like all of these guys. I think, you know, a lot of them will be a good fit. I think the one that jumps out to me immediately is Corey Kispert uh, from Gonzaga, just a, a knockdown shooter, a guy with a ton of experience. Obviously, that Gonzaga team went undefeated until the national championship game last year. He was a huge part of that squad. And he's just a guy that fits in today's NBA, a knockdown shooter, a guy who can make plays in transition. When I see him, I kind of see like a Joe Harris mold uh, in Brooklyn. I think he can be that kind of guy if he reaches his potential. And another one I love is uh, Scotty Barnes from uh, Florida State, man. I I think he's just uh, really raw right now offensively, but you just see some uh, amazing talent, you know, in his body. A big 6'9 guy, plays defense, can handle the ball, make plays in transition. And just just plays with a fire, man. That's what I love about him. He he, he plays like he, he this is his last game every single night, and you, you need that with this squad. Because we talk so often about the lack of really fire personalities in that you know Pelicans locker room. I would love to see Scotty Barnes get in the mix and, and kind of you know turn things up in that locker room. But I think overall, just the, the takeaway from my article is that I think there's some really good guys in this draft, and I and I you know pointed out five. I think that would be a really good fit uh, here at number ten. Will, they, they got a first-round pick. The Lakers are going to hold on to their first-round pick because it was 8-30 to 30 protected. Uh, now, again, they've got three second-round picks. The worst of Chicago and New Orleans second-round pick. Well, again, Cleveland's second-round pick via Atlanta. And then Washington's second-round pick via Milwaukee. What do you think they'll do with those second-round picks? Is that, a, is that a situation where they trade those picks for other assets, maybe attach them to get rid of a veteran, or maybe take some players and stash those guys overseas? What, what, what direction do you think they go with? Yeah, I think there's no doubt uh, they're going to be aggressive with those second-round picks. We saw it last year. They ended up moving a couple picks late in that draft. And I think to tell you this much, you're not going <laughs> to draft three players with second-round picks. Uh, I know that much. And I think they're going to find a way to, to – 
do exactly what you said. I think they're going to try to, you know, get in discussion to move or maybe an Eric Bledsoe or somebody else with some of those picks. I think they would try to get something like that done without using a first-round pick. I'm not, you know, quite sure how successful they're going to be doing that, but I think they're going to try. Uh, I can see them maybe trying to package a couple second-round picks and move into the back end of that first round. I think there's some, like I said, I think this is a really good draft. I think there's going to be a lot of guys falling, so I wouldn't be surprised if they try to make a move in that direction. But overall, I'm definitely expecting the Pels to be active uh, on draft day. And it wouldn't shock me if they even started talking about moving that number 10 pick and maybe getting a vet in here to help them. So Mm -hmm. I think the Pels, uh, once again, are going to be seeing we hear a lot on draft night, just making all type of moves. And again, figuring out a way to upgrade this roster around Zion. You, Alonzo Ball, it's a big question. It's kind of the first uh, domino that has to fall for this team. Do they allow him to go out and, and get the best deal and bring it back to him, or do they try to sign him before he goes out in restricted free agency? I would probably lean toward them playing, uh, you know, playing the patient with Alonzo. I don't think you know they're going to be in a huge rush to, to drop a whole bunch of money on his lap. I think they understand that there's going to be a limited number of teams uh, that can maybe make a move for him. And I think you maybe end up seeing a few of those teams scratch their name off the list because maybe they make a play for a point guard elsewhere. Uh, So I think they understand that uh, they have the ball in their court, you know, (laughs) pardon the pun, dealing with Lonzo. And I think uh, they're going to try to play it slow. And, again, I've said it from, you know, all season. I think I would like to see Lonzo come back. I think he's a good fit with this group. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see them take the same route they did early in the season where they kind of throw his name out there and see if they can, you know, get a sign and trade done, maybe bring somebody else in, an additional pick or something like that. But I, I still think, you know, overall, I think it ends with Lonzo coming back just because I think they're going to be able to work out a reasonable deal for him. And I don't think, you know, anybody's going to come in with some outrageous contract that's going to scare them off. What about Josh Hart? I think he's essential for them this offseason. And I think they'd be crazy uh, to let him walk, honestly. I think he's a huge part of what they do on both ends. I think, you know, an undersold part of them falling off late in the season was not having Josh Hart uh, and losing what he brought, especially, you know, transition offense, you know, versatile defender. And I think just the attitude, like I talked about with Scotty Barnes earlier, I I think they need as as many of those guys in the locker room as possible, just tough. Uh, you know, hard-nosed guys who take on the challenge. They need that around Zion and B.I., and I think it'll be a huge loss if they end up letting them walk, and I, I honestly don't see it happening. Will, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, wishing you and your family a, a great Memorial Day weekend. Why don't you tell the folks about The Athletic and how they can subscribe and also how they can Absolutely. follow you on social media as well. Yes, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Will Guillory. That's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. And uh, find all my work at theathletic.com. Like you mentioned, I got a story up today. Looking forward to the draft, man. Some really interesting draft picks coming up this year. And we're going to keep diving into this offseason. It's going to be an extremely important offseason for the Pals. We're going to cover it from every angle, man. I appreciate you, and I wish you a, a good Memorial Day weekend as well. Thank you, my friend. Looking forward to talking to you again soon. Appreciate all you do. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you soon. That's our Will Guillory of The Athletic. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. The AC goes down over the Memorial Day weekend. Man, don't even sweat it. I mean, don't even, literally don't even sweat it. Just call my friends at Burkhardt. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, strategically set up all over the city. Uh, they got guys that are on call. And, and, of course, they'll be out there quickly to be able to take care of you. Uh, whether, again, it doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home, 
doesn't matter at all. Uh, you get Burkhardt out there, and again, you'll be glad you did. Only doing the work that's necessary with Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry, and of course, uh, taking care of you like they take care of their own family. Uh, they want to get you up and running quickly. They want you telling your friends and family about your experience with Burkhardt. Want a great experience when it comes to your air conditioning heating systems? Think Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Get ready for one amazing offer from Diamonds Direct. Starting this Tuesday, June 1st, for a limited time, you can make any purchase, pay nothing down, and take advantage of five years zero interest financing. This is an amazing opportunity to get that engagement ring, that diamond bracelet, that pair of diamond stud earrings. Get Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable price and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Whether you spend $3,000 or $30,000, you can do this. Imagine that $10,000 ring and only paying $167 a month. Or that $6,000 pair of earrings and just $100 a month. With this offer, you can afford to go big. How about upgrading her diamond or celebrating your love with all new wedding bands? Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It starts Tuesday, June 1st, only at Diamonds Direct. On approved credit, get details, store hours, and directions now at DiamondsDirect.com.
All right, welcome back. I want to thank our guest today, Jordy Collada. Also, um, Will Guillory, both guys joining us on the program. Really appreciate their time today. Also want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors. Today's show has been brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery, also the Hideout Bar. Uh, all are open. All are open uh, seven days a week. All are open and ready for you uh, uh, for uh, you to be able to come out and enjoy uh, a fantastic meal or some cocktails. And all will be open through the Memorial Day holiday. Matter of fact, all of our restaurant partners are going to be open through the uh, Memorial Day holiday. So, again, all you got to do is go to ericasher.com or slash the sponsor, sponsor our program. Click right on their icon, take you right to their website. Thank you so much for supporting those sponsors, and thanks to those sponsors for supporting this program. I also want to thank Rudy back at studio for, for producing the program. Uh, also, I'll remind you about Mike Dettelier joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That's coming up in two minutes on um, WLAE-TV. And uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, remember, again, those that, again, have, have served and died for us on this Memorial Day holiday. Thanks for, again, this, the sacrifice that both them and their families have made. Hope you get out there and enjoy it. Uh, and I'll see you live on Tuesday. So until then, my name is Eric Asher. We appreciate you tuning into the program. Coming up next, the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with uh, Kenny Trahan and Michael Green. So until Tuesday, I'll see when I see you at 4 o'clock. Have a wonderful weekend. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the gun, they all got to go.